You're listening to Sweet and Sour. I'm Hope Go. I'm Jane Lee. We are talking about women's issues, breaking barriers, and tackling taboos. Let's get chatting. So, Jane. Yes. When was the last time you were at the National Theater and Concert Hall? The National Theater and Concert Hall they sponsor this、um, international jazz festival every year. But this year they invited several very famous、um, jazz singers and performers from abroad. And these two, Kurt Elling and Charlie Hunter, were two of them. We had our guest talk about how she lined up. The performances、mm-hmm. for the jazz festival this year, because、mm-hmm. I think most of us, even the ones of us, those of us who love the National Theater and Concert Hall as much as we do, don't really think about the amount of work that goes into planning. Oh, that's very true. You know, and so、uh, we, we, meaning Jane and I, would like to share the fact that we recently spoke to the director of programming and international development, Ting Junlin, and she shared the experience of working at、uh, the. What I think is one of Taiwan's most prestigious cultural institutions. You've made a transition from being a producer to being in management. What was that transition like for you? You know, actually, being a producer, you're being a manager. You are managing a production, and then you are managing all aspects of you know what's happening in one production. There's the expectations of the the artists, you know, what they want to create, and then you know, building the team with the designers, and then also you have to manage time and then communication with audiences. And well, the people you are talking with are different, but then you know, being a manager is very similar. You are also managing different things, and then the way I work with my colleagues aren't really like managing them. It's more of like, okay, so what can we do to achieve what we set out to do? Do as a group, and then you know how can we get there together? So it's not really like okay, telling them what to do. It's more of like okay, let's move together. And then that、um, is very similar to creative I am、um, process. I often feel what I do now is actually very similar to、uh, being a composer. It's just a very different language. Being a composer, you you develop ideas. Um, your language is music. You expand your idea and organizing different, you know, segments that you create or organizing different motifs in a musical term. They are similar in the managerial process and then in in producing as well. So they are not. They are more.、Um, Transferable, not really like okay. So I have to like change the way I thought. I feel it's actually more of like understanding the way other people think and where they come from, and then you know working it out, you know growing something together. So I, I think that aspect is actually very similar. Okay, I am a big fan of of the concert hall and the theater, and I know that you also curate、uh, pieces. What does the curation process involve for you? I mean, obviously you have to think about the performers that come in. You have to think about the perform. That these performers put out, and then you have to think about ticket sales. So there's it's a multidisciplinary experience, right? Can you just walk us through what that's like? Okay, so we have five different platforms in the in a year year long season that we present.、Uh, one the that's the the most well known is TIFA Taiwan International Festival of the Arts, and then TIFA is a I would describe it as a a collection of the current trend. You know what's the hottest, and then you know the most, the highest profile artists. So that that aspect is 
it's more of like what's going on in the world, and then you know what what are the most uh, interesting things happening. This past Tifa, we we have works talking about Me Too. We have works talking about the climate issues that we have we're facing right now, and then there's uh, misinformation. Um, there's like deep fake uh, technology was used in one of the productions. So these are the things that you know we feel relevant to to our world, but then it really comes from the production itself, like what the artist has to say. And then their reflection of it. Let's go uh, seasonal. So that's happening in spring. And then in the in the summer we have jazz festival. And then jazz is sort of like we describe it as the festival that reaches the biggest audience. You know because it's so accessible. And then we invite artists like. This year we have Huang Xuan coming in to, and then we collaborate with like liquor companies, and then to really create a atmosphere that that's more relaxing, and then that's more accessible to to the general audience. Like, and then we have always have a show on the plaza, and so that's like the atmosphere that we create. And then parallel to that, there is Ideas Lab, and then, which is a, a smaller platform for uh, for something that's more cutting edge, and then for for rising stars, um, for them to experiment their ideas and then their process. And then in the fall, we have Artquick Festival, and then this festival is more curatorial themed. This year, we talk about memories in the night. In this festival, we often see it as artwork, a production itself for the entire festival because the works that we choose address to similar ideas like we talk about in this year's edition we talk about you know memories in uh, for different collectives in different groups and in hi- different historical context and how we see them now and then because uh, like you know one historical event happening 20 years ago like your perspective is going to be so different 20 years later and then it's effect on the people um, to uh, to the public is also very different. The kind of conversation you want to create is also different. So for the Artquake Festival, it's um, we try to create um, a space for conversation of different ideas um, uh, from different sectors that we can all talk about similar topics. Um, so it reaches a uh, very different sectors, but then on similar topics. Um, so, so I would describe the the Arcoid Festival being more curatorial based, and then you know the the process is obviously different. The kind of conversation we have with artists is also very different because we care a lot more about you know where they come from, why this certain uh, subject interest them and then you know who they want to talk to in different industries and then you know in different fields like they may be interested in having conversation with writers or you know filmmakers so so it has a different ideas the last platform is NTCH select which runs all year long and then in this uh, platform we try to we invite works that are more um, sustainable in terms of their business model or if they are trying to initiate a different kind of business model in the industry or something that's just very you know solid in its own such as a 
international um, symphony orchestra. So they are more standalone in their own. All these platforms, actually, they have a very different niche. We try to differentiate them because in terms of audience communication, they know what to expect when they walk into you know, these platforms. They know what to, what the experience may be like, the kind of conversation that they will generate. So this is kind of like the, the process that we do and we program all year long. So it's like 60 programs. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of hits and misses when you, when you bring in a new artist, especially, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the old tried and trues are mm-hmm. always going to bring in, they're always going to be full house and, and we can always expect that your ma is a personal favorite. There are all, what, what in your mind are the hits and the misses? For <laughs> it's, you know, when you, when you look at the programming, you're like, oh, this is very exciting. You know, you got like all this amazing lineup and with this amazing artist. But the process, like once you get to the day-to-day operations, it's so practical. How <laughs> so? What do you it, mean? By it's that? really not like, okay, so, you know, definitely there are artists that we, we love. We absolutely adore. Like whenever, you know, this person is available, we'll just <laughs> program. And then that... Uh, you have to think about in the programming context, you have to think about like, okay, so for instance, like Christian Zimmerman, a pianist that we, we love, and then so he's only available in spring. Um, okay, so we can easily put him in Tiva. But how if he's like available in the, you know, between the festivals, like what are we going to do? And so so that's why like we have NTCH Select, that's like creating mobility and then, you know, some flexibility in the, in the works that we do. Um, and then that's like one side that, you know, you, you, you know, there are things that you just really want to do. And then there are also this like very practical side, which is something that we're experiencing right now is that the, the touring schedule is, you know, not necessarily fit into everybody's schedule. Like, for instance, like for theater companies or dance companies, like usually on one tour coming so you know from somewhere far away like they don't want to do one shot and then we also talk a lot about sustainability in in our industry as well like thinking about the carbon emission that you can produce like in you know going from brazil to taipei for one performance or like three for one stop like it's it's really not very uh, environmental uh, responsible and so we talk about the you know the possibility of if this is not happening like can we partner with other venues in the region in asia and forming a tour sometimes it's a hit and miss um the schedule cannot fit and then or like the budget won't work out and then also like for the company they also have to think about like okay so the the cargo situation like the labor like how much they are going to pay for uh for, for their their crew like every country actually is quite different uh, for instance, like the British system is that if you if you book a an actor for a month, you have to pay them for the entire month, not by shows. And then some places pay by shows, like they agree on an artist fee. And then that actually has a very different implication of the size of the budget that, that you create. So these are like very, very practical you know, issues that we face. And then after pandemic that we, I, I do see that the global order of the show business is actually changing. You know, the, the way they see uh, traveling is different. And then also like 
people don't some some companies don't feel traveling as much um, because of the change of lifestyle and others actually reflect in our day-to-day operations and then that that also affects the uh, you know the the programming um, rhythm yeah and since we are on this topic of traveling artists and performers I've noticed that uh, for the summer jazz festival mm-hmm. this year you are not inviting as many um, artists from from abroad as before the pandemic. Before, we usually have quite a few number of performing arts, jazz performers from abroad. I have to say, every time, it's actually a mixture. Because, like, sometimes, like, you only have a certain amount of money that you can spend on and then you know some people like these two people are amazing and then they bring a bigger large a larger group with them so we kind of like shuffle to see like the number of people that we can take for every festival and also one thing with our jazz festival is that um so this year is actually the 21st edition and then we do see a change of the the industry um you know NTCH was actually the first theater um, to program a jazz festival um, 20 years ago. When I look at uh, the archives, it's actually quite interesting that, you know, there were people like protesting, saying like, how come, like, how can the concert hall actually program uh, works that are not necessarily artsy? What it means as high art to, to, to the audience back then or to the industry back then. But then now we see it as, this is a form of art that you know we, we do highly recognize, and then also so it went from there, and then also we see the the local artists, the the quality of music they are able to present, and then also in this past twenty years they start to have their own style. I do see there's a a jazz style in Taiwan that's you know belong to our own culture, and then it actually speaks to a great. Um, number of audiences members so so that uh we think is actually something that we feel very confident about and then we 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 do want to recognize that it actually has a significance to us um in the industry because i I think the the industry itself is is ready um to stand on its own and then the work that the, the local musicians create is is colorful is vibrant um that's why we choose to do it and so, so it's, you know, there are practical reasons, but then we always have a value in, um, in, in what we do. You were listening to Director of Programming and International Development, Ting Jun Lin. You can catch past and future episodes of Sweet and Sour on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, if this episode triggered thoughts and insights, or if you're interested in hearing us talk about other stuff, We'd like to hear from you. Drop us a line at sweetandsour at icrt.com.tw. Until next time.